on the song that I wanted to start with. What's going on, Travis? That was a great drum intro. <laughs> this is What Does It Mean? What Does It All Mean podcast. I wanted to start it like this. <coughs> More smoothly. This is how I wanted to start it. Kind of like we're listening to K-Jazz. This is, this is, this is K-Jazz. What does it mean, podcast? Tonight we'll be talking about all things jazz and cats. As the main cat enters the room. Step on up, Mr. Magoo. Step on up. He hears the jazz. He's interested in the jazz. spectacular. It was fun doing a whole bunch of shows this week. It was fun getting to hang out and discuss different things like Roe versus Wade and all these other things, but yeah. Less topics the better, right? This is really what I want to do all night uh, for the audio people listening to this. I'm holding Mr. Magoo. He is not completely aware that we're doing a podcast, nor does he care. Alright. He's really the star of the show. What's going on in today? I had a friend reach out to me today, Brian. He was like, are you doing the show today? And I wasn't feeling that good earlier. But I sucked it up. And he said he wanted to talk, so hopefully Brian will, will show up and we can discuss whatever he wanted to vent about. I mean, I get it. There's a lot going on in the world that sucks. But we can't dwell on everything. But, in all fairness... The Roe versus Wade thing is the most shitty thing that's happened in a while. And if you guys want to get real, I've lost probably 20 followers, 30 followers, because I won't stop talking about it. But I guess that's all you can do, right? When things piss you off, just keep talking about them. So we do here on K-Jazz, where everything is smooth, where everything is hip. Where you got a cat by your side. K 
K-Jazz. So how is everybody's Sunday? I know, Antoinette, it's probably Sunday where you're at. Still Saturday for another three hours here. I'm trying to do the show a little earlier so I can get into some really bad TV. Some really bad murder mysteries. And what else have I been watching? I woke up this morning and I watched uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon. That was really fun. They need to do a reboot of that. Why won't they do a reboot of that? They'll do a reboot of Quantum Leap. They won't do a reboot of Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon. That would be easy. What's going on, Brian? This is, this is K-Jazz tonight. I hope everybody is feeling okay. I've got my feather and everything is smooth. About six o'clock, the cat woke me up. Of course, the cats don't let you sleep. They're out of control. I love them. The cat always wakes me up. Usually at four o'clock in the morning to eat. On the dot, maybe four, ten. But yeah, they don't, Mr. Magoo especially, he doesn't want me to sleep for more than like four hours at a time straight up. He will not let me sleep for more than four hours at a time. And I think he just wants to be pet or just attention, which is fine with me. I do like sleeping more than four hours at a time, though. But here on K-Jazz, everything is okay. And then I have the other cat that's right here. Thunderstorms raging an hour before Mother's Day. That's right. It's Mother's Day tomorrow. Or in some parts of the world today. Thunderstorms are amazing. I love I love thunder. I love storms. I'm in Southern California, so we never have them. You know, uh, even recently we had... Um, we had, we had some thunderstorms like two months ago and it was so much fun. And uh, the thunder was so loud and right above us that it scared the shit out of the cats, both of them, and that stuff's fun. Like, I remember being a kid and just being so scared because I didn't know what it was. Felt like someone was really pissed off though, you know? Brian sent me a message earlier saying, are you going to go on tonight? 
and uh, my stomach was hurting so much. I don't know what I ate, but uh, I've been changing up, not really changing up my diet, but taking these um, like hydration little nun things, and they're just for um, basically hydration and sodium and all this crap. And I think I've just been having too much. My stomach got all jacked up and I almost didn't do the show and then I started feeling better. It's amazing what happens to our bodies when we start to get really, uh, we get sick. When I get sick, I'm paranoid. I'm just jumping on Everly Well. <laughs> I was going to buy the Everly Well kit no matter what it costs because I wanted to stop the pain in my stomach. So uh, earlier, Brian, you said that uh, you you wanted to vent. Give me give me some venting. What do you want to vent about? I mean, it's got to be hard to vent in a thunderstorm, though. You know. But if you got something you want to talk about, something you want to, I'm like, I guess K Jazz is over, and now we're going into the Frasier. You guys ever watch Frasier? Old boring Frasier. I'm becoming old boring Frasier. And what's going on, Mary Cruz? I miss you at the uh, at the place where you used to work. It's not as fun. It's not as fun. I was thinking this weird thing too, you know, like I'm a I deliver packages, you know, for this for the day and you know, I've worked with, you know, Mary Cruz for a long time. I worked with this lady, Carol, for a long time. And Carol retired. Mary Cruz goes to a different place. And, uh, you know, it's just weird how that works. Oh, okay. Let's get in here. Let's get in here, Brian. Let's do this. Except. I'm not a guest on, I don't think, all season. No. <laughs> what am I talking about? I just need it. Yes. There we are. What's going okay. on, bro? Let me see. Let me see if I can get put this down so I'm not on shake cam all the time. Right. There we go. That's a little bit better. All right. How's it going, bro? Oh, I admit I'm tired. I was moving a crap load of stuff today. Um, that kind of goes into this whole thing that I kind of half vented about. Um, well, half mentioned anyway. It's an hour before Mother's Day, and... Yeah, I've reached to a point that I know a friend of mine has seen through posts on Twitter and everywhere else. I'm kind of at a bit of a crossroads because Mom Sandy's kind of been a little questionable and things have been getting a little toxic. And I've just kind of reached to the point that I'm I'm just, I'm done. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, I mean, it's supposed to be Mother's Day. I should be all grateful and pleasant and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, nope, nope. No, gotta confess, not feeling it. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's the, the the sense of toxic relationships, and it doesn't matter if it's your mom, it doesn't matter if it's a girlfriend, it doesn't matter who it is. If it's not healthy for you, you know, that's where it's, you know, it's it's the mature voice of reason that steps away from those things, you know. Yeah. And I'm not sitting here telling you don't talk to your mom, but if you know it's toxic and you know that you're gonna fight with her and yell and it's just gonna turn to shit, what's the point of that? You know. Oh. No, no. Um, 
Yeah, no. I mean, it was like some few months back that I know I mentioned that she had been in the facility for a while because she had a bunch of falls and broke her wrist. And yes, I remember this. And she got back a couple weeks ago, and my daughter, who had been staying with her, uh, was gone for a few days. Well, my mom, imagine a woman who is totally blind, but her OCD has OCD. And even while she was gone, she might have left the place, kind of had like about a day's worth of disheveling or whatever. And my mom pretty much went into this thing that was somewhere between a tantrum and a meltdown because she thought the whole damn place was in shambles. And and even while she was gone, she basically kicked my daughter out. So she ends up now she's living with me and my wife in this spare room. And we've been spending the last couple of weekends just hauling everything out of there. Today we got done, and Mom now has her blank canvas that she can clean to the point of sterility on her own, which also was a little bit of a, um, it kind of violated the agreement of her living in the home because it's to the point somebody needs to watch her 24-7 with all the ups and downs and mood swings she goes through. And it's like, I didn't even want my daughter near any of this anymore because some of the stuff that she said it was so far out of left field. I'm like, it wasn't even in the same stadium anymore. How old is your daughter again? Mine, she's 21. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just putting, I'm trying, trying to think of a point of reference, you know, I'm the 80, yeah. you know, 16, no. 21, no. that helps, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, she's had my daughter, love her to pieces. She's had her fair share of issues too. So she's been just kind of trying to get back into a swing of things. Been working at a part-time job, keeping steady, but, you know, she don't really work too much more in about maybe 15, 20 hours a week. But I'm like, that's cool. She's at least progressing in the right direction. That's but, awesome. yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect, yeah. you know? Yeah. No. No, it is. It was just that some of the stuff that my mom was coming up with so far and uh, out of left field that it's like it was so toxic. I didn't even want my daughter near her. So when we cleaned her out, it's like she stayed out of the house and all that other stuff. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And even today, there was just kind of some stuff that came out of left field because I didn't even know what she was trying to talk about. My wife didn't know what she was trying to talk about. But it was like, I don't know. With me being the only kid in the family, it's like, yeah, it it has not been good times as of late. It just hasn't. So I'm like, oh, I'm kind of just half tired myself. I admit it I'm was an like only an child old... myself, bro. I'm an only child myself. We have so many things in common. It's such a trip, bro. Like, it's <laughs> such a trip. Seriously. So, so yeah. So I, I'm probably just going to be doing a couple of other things going on tomorrow instead of doing that. Because I even asked her today, is there anything you want to do tomorrow or anything you want me to bring you? And she's just like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, okay. So. So her mother says probably going to be spent in peace and maybe she's going to talk to a couple of friends and maybe she's not. But yeah, I'm just kind of keeping myself away from. Well, if you want to know my theory about Mother's Day, everything, you know, we have a different holiday <clears throat> every month in this country, whatever it is. And yeah. it, it seems just like a hallmark, hallmark forced holiday. Yes, we want to, you know, honor the people that we love. Uh, ironically, my mom's birthday was two weeks ago. So yeah. it's like, I can, it's not that I can get away with it, but it's kind of like that, um, you know, when someone's 
you know, birthday is close to Christmas, you, you, you can't, you know, you, you can't really celebrate twice. You can, of course, but to me, it, it doesn't, uh, just me celebrating my mom's birthday is cool enough. I, I hate the forced holidays. I hate these holidays that make us feel like we have to, you know, Father's Day, Mother's Day, even Thanksgiving, all these things are just forcing these families to be together. And most fucking houses are dysfunctional. Most houses are like, you know, what's that? There's a good Thanksgiving movie uh, where it's the reality of it, not not some fake shit. And, and everyone's just sitting around the table and they're all fighting and they're all yelling. I forget what it's called, but it's 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 the most realistic like Thanksgiving movie that I've seen because, you know, the, I think a lot of movies like to and, and media likes to portray portray like the perfect, you know, oh, Christmas has to be this just this wonderful family time where everyone is having the best energy and everyone should look. Dude, it's not always like that. Sometimes shit just hits the fan no matter what, no matter what yeah. fucking day it is, you know, yeah. and. And that's the thing. It could be New Year's Eve and, and your best friend's, you know, chick could be, you know, dying. You just don't know what the scenarios are with people. So it's always hard to, to uh, you know, deal with these holidays. And then I guarantee there's there's tons of suicides on these holidays. And I, I wish they weren't so fucking forced. And I wish, you know, the calendars would remove them so that we can just, you know, decide if we want to, uh, you know, honor whoever. You know, because I like to, you know, me and my mom, we've got a great relationship. We haven't always. But, dude, I, you know, I, I really don't celebrate it because I, every Thursday I talk to her and that's our celebration, you know. So that's it. You know, I don't need to kiss people's. I don't do Father's Day. I don't do any of that shit, you know. So it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, no, no, the whole thing had gone about, too, because, yeah, no, I got a friend of mine out in Illinois. She doesn't really know what to do with it either because her biological mom passed um a, gosh it was at least a decade ago and the thing is that was from the ailment i got since we both well, suffered from ms yeah well yeah her mom died from it like a decade ago and stuff was a little bit different then so there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of people thought they could really do with it so i know she wouldn't visit her that often one minute she was all talkative and fine one other time she came by a few years later all of a sudden she was in a wheelchair and two years later she couldn't speak and then all of a sudden boop, she's gone yeah so it, and that's life and that's life and that's what's crazy about it you know like even even my mild little stomachache, I start to go into panics of like, is it over? Is it over? Is my journey ending because something's just wrong? That I, I eat something wrong, and is it all gonna end? And yes, that could be paranoia. And my friend, my friend Jason's like, dude, you're you you think that uh, there's a word for it, but when you think you're always gonna die, you know, I have that, and I think it's just being shell shocked from fucking seeing so many people die and from yeah. fucking you know almost experiencing that so many times. You know, and Blood and Sound, if you're still here, I know uh, he has too as well, because Blood and Sound, I'm pretty sure if this is the person, he uh, he's a hemophiliac, and if he gets cut, dude, he's got a fucking problem. So, yeah. you know, it's uh, if it's the right person I'm thinking of, but if not, I'm sorry, Blood and Sound. <laughs> but there was this guy that I interviewed, Max, and same thing, he, uh, you know, it, life is a trip, and it, I, it's hard to... You know, you see people that are walking around and they just have this perfect health and, and you know, there's so many people with, we think perfect health, but, but then when you get to the key of it, a lot of people are fucked up. And so, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like that whole, when you see a couple 
that's, you know, and you're single and they're walking on the beach and you're just like, fuck, man. It's the same thing with health, you know? Like, when your health is fucked up, you, you really wish that you could just be that normal person walking on the street. And that normal person, you know, walking on the street that's got the perfect health is killing themselves. So it's all yeah. backwards and all fucked up, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. But I yeah. think the whole thing is just keep, you know, just to keep going and keep moving forward. Like, I'll be honest, my stomach was fucked up and you sent me that message of like, dude, I need it. I want to vent. And all of a sudden I'm like, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and just be a pussy and fucking go to sleep and just like fucking, and then I'm like, no, I want to suck it up. I want to suck it up. And, and then it was like almost me trying to force myself to feel better. My own placebo, you know, just so we could have our conversation for, you know, <laughs> five minutes or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know you had actually done a show last night, and I'm usually not catching up Friday night shows because I'm usually at work till 2 o'clock in the morning. So that's why I didn't know you'd done enough gigs if you were going to do one tonight or you're going to chill out, that other stuff been going on. Because I know you've been going full throttle getting back into the music and stuff, and that's freaking fantastic. I'm just, just been spinning my wheels doing my own thing back here. It's just, ugh. Definitely. The music thing's fun, but we're... Uh... You know, when you have so many people in a band, it, it takes time. So it's a to schedule everything and to do all this shit. I won't be seeing them for another two weeks. And, you know, it yeah. sucks when you're when you're really getting things going. And all of a sudden you're like, all right, see you in two weeks. Like, it, it's mm -hmm. just, I would rather see them fucking almost every day, you know. Yeah. So I got three more years of work. And, and once I'm able to retire from my job, then honestly, I will see them every day. And then okay. we can really progress more. But, um. In other news, I I see your your star Star Wars poster back there. It's fucking Star Wars, you know, month. Hell yes, yep. I see that. So, how did you celebrate? Have you watched anything? What have you done? Uh, gosh, okay. Well, to be honest, the last thing I just did, I had to put my switch away to go have it recharged. But I did download that big Lego Skywalker saga thing, and I've been just kind of flexing around, pretending I'm various Legos. It's like, okay, I've heard I got to destroy everything, find more tokens, buy more crap, playing the storyline out a little bit. It's on the Switch. I didn't know it was on the Switch. I actually did it on the uh, the iPad. If it's on the Switch, I'd much rather do it on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. no, that was, that was the only way I could find a deluxe version for it was to just order it just as a digital download for it. So I just got that thing and then had all the little add-ons and stuff, and then you could turn around and go to, I think you start with, you could try it to eat three different spots, but I'm just starting the beginning and trying to figure it out because I haven't played a Lego game in so long. It's like freaking yeah. nuts. I started to it too. It's, it's pretty fun, but like I said on the iPad, it's not as fun as like when you get, to me, I love holding controllers. I love, yeah. you know, you give me, you, you give me a controller. I, you know, I'm from the, the, the 80s generation. My fucking classic Nintendo, you know, controller is like the best thing for me, you know, so... Yeah. I'm all about it, bro. All about it. But that's dope, though. At least, you know, you got to celebrate fucking Star I Me, I, I, I watched uh, Revenge of the Sith, or whatever, whatever the third one, episode three. Yeah. I started watching episode four, and then, you know, I've seen that so many times that I cut to the last season of Clone Wars, because there's so much good shit in the last season of Clone Wars with Ahsoka and Darth Vader. Like, that whole shit is traumatic, bro. Like, it, it's just crazy. So with the Obi Wan series coming up, it's like I'm I'm not refreshing, but dude, I'm so excited to to see like the the possibilities of Darth Vader uh, meeting fucking Obi Wan Kenobi again. Like that that's yeah. just gonna be 
insane, bro. It's going to be the best shit ever. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm waiting for that to come out. I'm behind. I'm so behind on that animated stuff because I know I was following the Clone Wars stuff for a while. I got, I think I've got everything for that on DVD. But yeah. I know there's even some of that Rebel stuff that kind of bled through into that. I haven't looked at that. I haven't watched any of that Bad Batch series yet. Um, I heard that was pretty good. But it's, it's awesome. I, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Like, they're, the, the only thing that in the Clone Wars, like, yes, they cover certain things, but I think the most uh, interesting thing is the Ahsoka, uh, Anakin, Darth Vader uh, relationship. And in Rebels, the only real big thing that that will influence the series is is admiral thrawn being introduced into like any form of uh star wars universe for real and that's really it those are the most important things in those and uh you know that'll all come together you know eventually mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting it's it's cool how they're doing it and uh the, the dude dade Telephony or whatever his name is, he's he's behind the Clone Wars and he's behind fucking everything with Star Wars right now. So just the the little Easter eggs that he's just put in the Clone Wars and all these just different things. Like for example, they they in the Clone Wars they have um, these droids in the animated series pushing uh, the Ark of the Covenant fucking up into this like shuttle. Okay, and like it's just an Easter egg, so it's like total Nazis. Just like, what if the Nazis got these, you know, fucking tools? And it was just genius. And, and I haven't seen it. Like I just saw a picture of it on the Instagram. So I'm gonna go back and I gotta find this. Yeah, I gotta see this Ark of the Covenant. So they they took so much time and detail in these in these Clone Wars and the animated series that it's fucking awesome. Good morning, Julia. Five twenty eight. Where you're at? It was just six o'clock somewhere in. Uh, where Antoinette was from, so this is interesting. The the time, what time is it where you're at right now, Brian? Uh, I am sitting at about 11.30 p.m. right now. That's right. I'm 9.20. Yeah, yep, you're sitting out in Cali. I'm I'm in the upskirts, uh, pretty much somewhere between, you know, I'm in the upskirts of North Dakota, so I'm pretty much southern Canada. I think they've declared this now. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. Like, I fucking love Canadians. I love yeah. anything close to the border. Like, I've been to Washington and almost, like, almost into to Canada. And just the people, people closer to the borders, either in Mexico and fucking Canada, they just seem cooler because the influences of, uh, you know, just the culture bleed through. And it's just yeah. more interesting, you know? Like, Southern California is completely influenced by Mexico. There's no doubt yeah. about it. And that's because it was Mexico at one point. So we really mm -hmm. have, uh, I think it's like 33 percentage of uh, Hispanic people living in Southern California. So that gives it this cultural, um, you know, cultural yeah. vibe that it wouldn't have fucking in, you know, not say Arizona, but the more you start m moving towards New York, you know, you won't have mm -hmm. it. So... And I enjoy it. I love it. You know? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. No, down there, it was like, I know some of my wife's relatives went down to one of them all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and whatever. And I'm to the point, yeah, fine. If you need to go far away to go have a nap and read a book, I can do that at home. It's like if I want to go to Mexico, it would have been like, give me somewhere where I can have some authentic, true food, you know, immerse myself in people that, you know, couldn't speak a word of English. And then find me some little hole-in-the-wall um, stadium that's got a wrestling ring that's actually got some Lucha Libre that I can actually see live. I'd be to go with that. That's oh. that. I'm good. <laughs> oh, oh. I have a friend uh, going down there to Tijuana all the time. I see it in her stories, and I like, 
I just remember when I was a kid, and I'm not saying she's a kid, she's probably, you know, 21, but I remember when I was like 15 or something, 16, going down to fucking Tijuana, and that was the thing, you know, if you lived in Southern California, you took that drive, and you could drink, and you could party, and it was pretty safe, I mean, there were, it was dangerous, but uh, seeing these videos in, in her little stories, now it seems safe, it, you know, like, because what I've heard from media is just, like, it's all-out gang warfare and things just fucking crazy in Tijuana. But then I see in these little stories that, hey, it doesn't look much different than the 90s. So yeah. I'm I'm too much of a pussy to go down there now. But uh, I would love to go to Canada. Canada's fucking seems pretty mellow. I don't think anyone's going to kidnap me and, you know, fucking yeah. get in Canada, you know? No, no, I've been hearing stories that Winnipeg has been getting a little bit rougher now. And it's actually my friend that... Uh, uh, he lives in town and owns the little record shop that I'm getting all the punk albums from. So he is Canadian and actually just got his dual citizenship for U.S. just last year. So, yeah, we're out getting together, talking stories. As a matter of fact, it was him and I. I was working with him. Uh, he had a pop-up shot. It actually was at a wrestling match that they had in one of our little mini stadiums out here. And the whole thing was just an absolute blast. That's awesome. So, yeah. No, and it's him that runs the radio show. So him and I, we rant about stuff all the damn time. So that's pretty cool. We just haven't done anything in a while because we both have had so much family crap going on this spring that it's like, I think our last show was probably about a month ago or so. But yeah, we'll see what happens whenever we get back together again. Fucking wrestling's awesome, bro. Like straight up. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it was was just an absolute blast. It was like, you know, I, I'm amazed how these cats are willing to take all these bumps and get themselves hurt just to make a few bucks and entertain people for a bit. There is this kid that's only like 20. I think he's about 20, 21, just got into the thing. He had went to a, a local wrestling school. He actually wrestled somewhere else. He supposedly got mugged in this match, and two guys actually threw him down the stairs of this one arena. And the thing is, I'm sitting here wincing because I went up these stairs and they were really like concrete steps that were like layered in steel. And I'm like, he spent the rest of the night limping. And I'm yeah. like, if you're just about break five bones going down a bunch of steps just to entertain us, the least I can do is spend the 10 bucks and buy a picture of the kid. So I did. I was like, holy crap, dude. So, have you seen, yeah. Have you, seen, have you seen Dark Side of the Ring? Have you seen this on Bison? Nowhere? I know it exists. I've watched some of the episodes because uh, they've talked about some of the stuff that's going on beside, you know, behind the scenes and, you know, stuff about what the people that got killed and the whole, I think there's like two, three parts with the whole Chris Benoit thing and all this other stuff. So I know it exists, but yeah, they're on about season five. I think Tommy Dreamer actually got in trouble once because he actually got a little too honest about something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. It's it's amazing. And, and it's like holy cow. Yeah, no, I need to catch up to do to look at the rest of these things. But yeah, no, I they pretty much have left a lot of they have left no stone unturned anymore. And and it's so hard to keep this stuff storyline wise with all the social media going on. Oh, totally. I'm interested in Billy Corgan and the whole wrestling thing. I, I would like to see a a dark side of the the ring with Billy Corrigan because I know he owns like one of these franchises and I hope yep. deep down inside he's like fucking Vince McMahon like undercover where he's just like fucking people up taking him into the room and be like hey motherfucker I'm Billy Corrigan you're gonna do what I say he starts pummeling him I would love to hear these stories I would love to hear that Billy Corrigan's the next fucking Vince McMahon that would make yeah. me so happy 
Yeah, I would like, I would have to find out what he's still into because I know I was into this impact stuff and I know they actually have one of their own channels on Samsung TV. So it's like, I know they have their own subscription program and you can watch other stuff, but it's like, you could just turn on this channel and kind of half catch up and watch older footage, watch newer footage and that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, wrestling's definitely awesome. I had a friend that when we were younger, he loved to wrestle and uh, I didn't like it so much because I, I, I like my personal space, you know, <laughs> All of a sudden, there's like a dude and, and he's just like on me like that. I didn't like it. I, and, and, yeah. You know, yeah. No. Personal space, you know? <laughs> no, I know I was like a big fan of all like the darker ECW stuff where all bets were kind of off and, you know, these were the cats too that it's like you didn't have to be chiseled and six feet you know six to seven feet tall and look like some kind of roman god to actually be in this you know you get a group of these guys and i think you need to have six or seven guys to have a full set of teeth on them to do some of the stuff they did i mean two of the guys were actually siblings and they actually did this thing where they really did dunk their hands in glue after having them taped covered them in broken glass and started swinging at each other. And I'm like, oh, dear God, this can't be good. <laughs> there was this one, uh, that one on the dark side of the ring where they had uh, David Arquette, and he fought some crazy fuck. And it was a real deal where, like, David Arquette was like, yeah, you can you can mess me up a little bit, but don't get too crazy. He tells this wrestler guy that, and the wrestler guy doesn't give a shit. And I think he, like, takes, a, like, a fluorescent bulb and just... Yep just nails David Arquette to the point where like he had to go to the hospital it was so yeah. bad, you know? And then, mm -hmm. then, then he took a pizza cutter and he started cutting his head, David Arquette, you know? And I think he's a cool guy, but I don't think that he thought that it was real. I think that he thought that it was going to be fake. And when all of a sudden blood is just gushing out of an artery or whatever, he was like, dude, this is real. This is totally real. So I don't think he continued. I'll, I'll have to see who we find out because that sounds like something that this cat that isn't around anymore because he passed, God rest him, but there was this cat by the name of New Jack and he was a wrestler, but the dude did time for everything under the sun. I saw him do shoot interviews where they turned the camera on him as they were about to shoot the shoot interview and just before the interview, he must have snorted at least a line, line and a half of cocaine. So it looked like he had powdered donut sugar all the way across his nose and his upper lip. He sees the camera on the red light and he's like, oh, shit. And he's like cleaning himself off and all this crap. And, wow. And yeah, no. And I mean, his forehead was scarred from pizza cutters, forks, and all the weird crap that they did and he was looking to kill this one guy in one match one time and he kicked him off a terrace and went through like about three tables and I think that's the dude. I think that's the dude. That sounds very am, familiar. That sounds very I am like Yeah, no, no. That dude was like mm -mm, yeah, no 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 I'm out. Mm -mm, no, no, I'm good. It's so crazy to me. Like, man, I, I'm from I'm from the school of WWF in the '80s, where we had Ultimate Warrior and fucking Hulk Hogan. You know, like, yeah, yeah those dudes are getting crazy, but they weren't getting that crazy. They weren't getting that crazy. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> of the stuff, it's like, oh, you can't tell me that's fake. The body can't do that. Oh Lord, no. It's so, yeah. there was even some of that stuff that Mick Foley back did back in the WCW days. They didn't have the camera completely on him, thank God. But one guy threw him off this elevated walkway that they had and he literally just landed just splat on the concrete floor and everybody knew yeah he's out he's done i mean he landed just 
I don't know if it was in a school, in a gym, or an arena, or whatever. But yeah, he threw him off this thing, and you, he saw the way he landed. Yeah, he's not getting up again. They had to stop the whole time. God, it's so it great. Was, it was, and it's like, yeah, no, I'm just like, God, create and all some the, of this. All the dudes from the '80s, like all of them, they're all dead. You know, like they, like they really are. Like uh, I think the Ultimate Warrior. Like when that's yep. the crazy thing about that dark, dark side of the ring. You just, I mean, Hulk Hogan's still alive, but like other than that, like, and you hear about them dying every other day too. And I'm like, I didn't know it was such a risky sport or uh, theater production. It's like it was real. Like what these yeah. dudes were doing, even though it's a, it's a, it's a fake show. They were, they were living the lifestyle and and really embellishing into, uh, you know, what they thought was fucking wrestling which is crazy yeah. well the thing is for me too with what they do to entertain it i don't like calling what they've got fake is it staged so that they know who's going to win and the moves they try and do yes but the bumps they got to take and i mean the things that they make each other's human bodies do i just sit there and just half wince because even i know yeah they can't take that i mean there was stuff on a tv that some troll gave chris jericho flack for because even though they threw him off the supposedly like, I think the ring was encased in a cell or something and he was on the roof of it and they threw him off of it and he landed on something. I don't care what he landed on. The dude took like a 50 foot drop. I mean, the first thing I'm going to ask, I mean, even professional stuntmen have screwed themselves up landing on, you know, the airbags and stuff falling off buildings. I'm like, yeah, is he okay? I'm like going, Oh dear Lord. It's not like, he landed just poof in a little land of down feathers and everyone's happy. And it's like, no, 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 dude, no. Oh, mother of God. <laughs> no. And now you hear the truth. And, you know, because they used to sell that in the 80s and 90s. Like, oh, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're fine. They're fine. Well, now we know. No, they, they're not fine. No. Yeah. So many of these cats have got concussions from the chair shots or feet or running to something else. I mean. Hogan's had his back repaired so many times. I don't even know I could walk. Kevin Nash, who was seven feet tall, I think he's had knee surgeries in the 20s. I mean, he's been under the knife that bad that many times. I think he finally had an article last year. It's like, I finally found a surgeon that can repair my knee right. And I'm like, oh, dear God. It's such just drama. Oh, it's drama. The wrestling world is such drama, and people don't really know. you know. And I didn't really know until recently, until I started watching that show. You know, like... I, <laughs> I wasn't aware that it was so crazy. Modern-wise, I mean, I I get it, and I understand it, and I actually kind of enjoy it, because it's like the modern day, it's like a hybrid of, you know, the circus, where you try to be the greatest show on Earth, and it's also like a modern-day version of the old school, and I'm talking old school, black and white, the chapter serials that had cliffhangers at the end of them after every 10 minutes. It's like, totally. okay, what can we do to end this so that they come back next week to see what yes. the next deal is going to be? Yes. It's like, how are we going to sell this story? How are we going to sell this story? Well, we're going to have some guy here that's eight feet tall go against like two different midgets. We're going to have uh, like four women have a cat fight in lingerie, which actually did happen. At or we're going to have Miss Elizabeth, who is with Hulk Hogan, like, like all of yeah. a sudden fall in love with uh, the Ultimate Warriors. Yeah. Some crazy shit like that, where yeah. you're like, what is going on? You know, yeah. and it was more theatrical, and it was more. Uh, yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it. It was. It's. It's interesting. It's totally interesting. And then Vince McMahon, he's a whole nother you know can of worms dude like that guy's friends with trump for real that's where it's all fucking weird yeah. like you're like what like 
it, just weird shit, man. Like, there's definitely some kind of weird power in the mm-hmm. rest of the world, you know, that, that people don't aren't aware of. You know, they're not aware that, like, why would Trump be so involved with this wrestling world? Because obviously there's a shit ton of viewers, uh, especially in, in places where he would take votes from that would be yeah. interested in in this type, you know, stuff. So for mm-hmm. his interest, of course, that that shit bag goes to these fucking, you know, and that shows you where Vince McMahon was at. So it's, yeah. it's it, and it's all been leading up for a long time. And you're like, wait a minute, politics and fucking wrestling. What are you talking about? No, there's definite money. And where there's money, that's where, you know, a lot of corruption lies, whether it's meant to be good or bad, you know, but I've heard a lot of crazy shit about Vince McMahon. I've heard tons of crazy shit. Like they talk about all of that fucking show, dude, just how he's just like, yeah. he is crazy. Like I was saying how I want Billy Corgan to turn into, he really mm-hmm. is like, this is my way or fucking no way, you know, and just yep. crazy things that I heard him do, but you know, whatever. Yeah, no, well, I know his actual wife, Linda was involved in politics for a long time. So I know that aspect was going on. And yeah, wow. he was like messing with Trump the whole time. Yeah, his wife's name, Linda. I can't remember. She got as high as possibly even being a congresswoman or try to get a Senate seat or something. That's I'd crazy. I have to look back into this again. But, yeah, no, the whole thing is just 50 shades of messed up. Yeah, and, yeah totally. And, and yeah, and, I mean, here we all are, so too, since we're talking about Mother's Day and personally how I'm kind of going through my crap with it. Um. Seeing what's going on current events-wise and what's all going on with the Supreme Court, and I, I hate to be a downer on this, but I am surprised that every woman on the planet hasn't just risen up out of anger and the world's not on fire right now. I mean, with what they're all talking about with this whole whether they're going to overturn Roe versus Wade or not, I haven't seen anything actually happen, but it's like, Oh my lord! It's like, yeah, let's let's just piss off an entire gender and the gender that's involved in bearing children. It's like, oh god. <laughs> well, I, I, saw, I saw a TikTok that was like, I, I it, it blew my mind. So it was like, uh, you didn't see the woman's face, but you saw the porch of her uh, her lawn, like the front of her house, and then you saw a the American flag upside down. Okay, and then this lady, she's like, you know, uh, I've been in the U.S. military for like 26 years. Uh, I fought for this country. I fought for the freedoms of this country. She's like, I come back here and the freedoms are going to be taken away that I fought for. She's like, uh, she really said that she's like, uh, God, fuck America. Instead of God bless America, she's all God, fuck America. She's like, I will never, ever fight for this country again. This is not my country. I don't want to have anything to do with it. If they call me to go to war, it's over. And I was like, dude, like that's a that's the the mm-hmm. dynamic of a female soldier that's been brainwashed through, you know, the fucking mm-hmm. of the you know, uh government and yet she's still like she sees how her reproductive rights should not be taken away because they shouldn't. Yeah. You know, like the, the one thing that blows me away is that someone says that now we're on the same page as like Afghanistan and the Middle East with yep. our abortion rights, dude. That what freedom or do we really fucking have over here? We have military cops, we have people that just you know, like, dude, our freedom is completely being fucking taken away. And once they once if this happens, 
man, it's just going to be a scary fucking world we're living in. And I don't really see our fearless leader doing shit about it. Uh, I heard Biden just basically say, well, you guys should vote better. Like, dude, you know, like, I don't know what to fucking say. Like, it's just like, it just seems like it seems really bad. And I should have some voice of reason and some fucking positiveness. But I'm not comforted with that answer from president. Always vote better. That doesn't make me feel fucking better. It just doesn't. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just waiting for pretty much the next true uprising to be just that because it's like, yeah, they're not they're not going to take this anymore, and they really shouldn't. They, they it's like, well, no, let's. I'm just kind of to the point. I'm going to be like George George Carlin, sit back, have a little popcorn, and wait for the big show to happen because it's like, oh, good lord, <laughs> it's happening. It's fucking yeah. happening, and it's been yeah. happening for a while, and like everyone's known it they've been you know it's interesting to see these videos where they were talking to like uh kavanaugh that fucking dude and and they were like mm-hmm. yeah if if we did this roe versus way you know do you do you feel that this is cemented in stone and he's like yes i do and all of a sudden we get to now and it's not cemented he doesn't you know they just will yeah. say whatever the fuck they want to get into office so then the real true uh, you know agenda comes out and and really what it is is because i've been learning more about it the more you take away a fucking a woman's freedom the more the society starts to fail because really the women do have a lot of power in our society and you know like you said giving birth that's dude we can't do that so fucking them having that power and all of a sudden men being in control of it we might as well just like start fighting fucking hitting chicks with like the you know clubs like it's clay cave mandate and just taking them yeah. into fucking caves and just saying dude you have no more rights anymore like yeah. you have no more rights it's over you know because yeah. it's the same fucking thing and realistically, it takes two to fuck, and it, it takes two people to create that thing. And, you know, somebody wrote on my blog, well, how about condoms? Okay, condoms are great, but they don't really, um, first of all, they can break. And second of all, when you really love somebody, you need that real connection, okay? And when you're using a plastic bag or you're putting this thing on your dick, like, it doesn't really, you're not getting the connection. And, you know... And the real thing is the safety of women when they have, uh, you know, problems that go along with childbirth. You know, say you have a problem that that you can't have this kid because it's going to affect your physical health. Then at that point, they have to abort these things. But now you can't do that because it's, you know, considered illegal or will be. We're not there yet. So it's, it's just. It do believe me. I think with this war raging, possible fucking like World War Three, basically on the verge. Fucking Roe versus Way. Biden just saying, "Hey, fucking dude, just vote better." Like I don't really know. You know, like nothing's gotten better. You know, uh, yeah. it's just I don't know what to say. It's it's depressing. It really fucking is, man. Yeah. It is. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sorry to be bringing downers after you've been talking about getting back on the high horse with music and all this stuff, but it just. Yeah, no, I've just been looking at all this stuff and I can't stop shaking my head. I just, oof. But I, I think just... that's the point. I think that's the point of these musicians. Like, you know, the point of artists is to come out of the woodwork and to express what the people are fucking feeling, right? So if 70% mm-hmm. of the people are like, fuck you, government, for taking away my rights to, uh, you know, my body, dude, that's naturally going to come out in all artwork, all music, all everything, just like the war. Mm-hmm. 
all these like Pink Floyd playing music, Portishead getting together because of the war. All like art, real artists feel that fucking pain and have to express it. So that's where the these the government's not thinking this through because yeah, it's gonna. I hopefully it won't happen, but if it does, it's it's going to influence the direction that we as artists go to and and for the longest time i've said like dude i'm on my fourth album i want to i want to write beatles songs i want to write happy 60s beatles songs where everyone's just having a good fucking time but you can't when the world fucking sucks because you have to write about Mm. what's going on in the world so believe me i'd rather write about just aliens coming but i feel that like you know you got to write about what's happening in the times yeah so yeah, no, uh, I know one of the albums that my friend Devin is even selling uh, to his band, I think, called the, is it the Casuals or the Usuals? I'd have to uh, look at this thing up again to make sure I'm correct, but I know it's just the guys looking like that they're about ready to take off a spaceship or something, and the title of the album flat out says, Earth Sex, I'm out. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the album. I, that part I got, but I got to get the band on it, though, and I'm like, Okay, I got to at least give this up on Spotify and listen to that. This is, this is pretty good. Because, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I could just see, yeah, no, our our music's going to change again. Our poetry's going to change again. Because it's just that the, the anger's back, and it's a lot more direct, and it's a lot more spread. Because, I mean, social media can spread stuff just like it's its own wildfire and its own entity and whatever. And, and that's where I find it weird that, you know, like you said, you don't feel that every woman is stepping up. I feel that they are. And I feel that maybe some of these social media outlets, such as the one that we're using now and Facebook, uh, I feel that they have agendas with the government. And I feel that they they are trying to suppress such information as this mm-hmm. the rage, not only females, but but uh, males as well. And I feel that well, that's why TikTok is such a more open platform that like when yeah. I go to TikTok, I flip through TikTok and it's every other person, male and female, going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, to uh, Roe versus Wade, you know? And Mm -hmm. and so that's where I feel I can't always trust even the platform that I'm using to use the, uh, my ideas to, to get out into the world. So I feel that they they definitely have agendas. And I know uh, in, in certain places like, um, I think it's the Philippines, when you get a phone there, they give you your phone and Facebook is already like, like say you're at the phone booth, they're like, here, what's your name? And they they enter a Facebook account. So they make you think that like Facebook is basically your phone. So then the Philippine government has access to what they want to uh, put through Facebook. So then these people get the propaganda that that they're allowed to see through their government. So if you think about dude, that's not a free platform, you know, so... That's why TikTok gets so much shit because it really is a free platform. And then when we see crazy shit in China, boom, the first thing I goes to is like fucking TikTok because these people have these phones. And for as long as that internet's going out, they can show us what's going on. And, and we can see the pain in, the, in everyone's face. I don't want to just say women because, dude, you feel it. I feel it. Our moms, our sisters, our fucking – everyone feels the, the just taking of our freedoms – away and that is a scary fucking feeling because we're supposed to be the land of the free and we can't even you know take care of our moms and our sisters and, and the people that need fucking to be taken care of it's it's insane and it's yeah. it's shocking especially us getting to the ages that we're getting you know it's it's weird it's a weird i've lived my entire life with roe versus wade being in place so mm-hmm. I, 
I can't wrap my minds around it not being. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm looking at the clock. You probably only got about five minutes left if you started this at 11. Correct. Because uh, I'm looking at this, yeah. No, we're, we're probably wanting to wrap this up so you make sure you get this thing archived. But, yeah, as the title goes, what does it all mean? I wish to hell I know. <laughs> it would have been like something if, if I did, I would try and spread it out there. But I know I don't have that many followers and some people will just think I'd be some genius that like is either freaking out of there and my words will only make sense 20 years after I'm gone. <laughs> well, you know, like I'll say this, like Yoko Ono kind of fucked up the whole podcast. She's like, she answered the question, not to me personally, but she, she said, you know, everyone's trying to figure out what is life about. And she's like, it's really more about experiencing the journey, you know, and bro, I don't care if you've got one follower or zero followers, me and you are experiencing life right now. And we're experiencing mm -hmm. the journey. So the more I do this show, I realize that it's just the connections between you, I, Julia, and, and Mr. Sudan, all these people that the connection is real. And it doesn't matter, you know, really, what does it mean? It, it is experiencing it, getting through these hard times, getting through Mother's Day, getting through fucking Roe versus Wade, getting through this war together it, as a unified, you know, cyber army of love. I think that's really yeah. what it is. So. Yeah, no, that's just it. So yeah, no, thanks for having on me. I see you didn't really have a heck of a lot of followers on this time, so I'm sorry for bringing on all the donors and stuff. So oh, no, hopefully bro. next time you, you can bring stuff up. If there's another thing too, like, yeah, it says that we got two people. I'll tell you this. I I, I, uh, I watch other people's, um, you know, live streams. And uh, there's this one guy, he's, I forget what band he's from, but he, he, you know, he'll go on and he's like, Dude, it shows that there's two people watching. He's like, uh, let's do a little test. He's like, everybody out there, you know, give me a, like, hey, what's up? And, like, 30 people will say, hey, what's up? So, like, mm -hmm. just because you see that little number up there, it doesn't always reflect it. And, and me as a musician, believe me, bro, when I'm doing live streams and all of a sudden I see one person up there and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, you know, it's it, I know that I still got to play my heart out for that one fucking person, of course, Julia. But, uh, you know, like, like, I still know that there's more people watching because every now and then they'll, they'll, they'll creep up with some shitty comment, you know, and you'll be like, oh, okay. But, dude, I, I loved uh, you coming on, bro. And I appreciate you sending the messages and being interested. And, and I really wasn't planning on doing it tonight. So I'm glad that you fucking hit me up. So yeah, I no. My stomach, stomach ache away. That's all I can say. Oh yeah, no, no. Thank, thanks for tuning this on. Thanks for letting me at least air air a little bit of the laundry out. So no, I know you got to cut out. Make sure this thing gets logged up. But yeah, no. Give me a buzz if you ever want to do anything anytime, man. We're good. Definitely. <clears throat> I appreciate it, everybody. That was Brian. Give it up for Brian. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Out. <clears throat> it, uh, need like a live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been a fun night, and thank you, Julia. You keep taking photographs, and we'll keep trying to get through this together. What does it all mean? Uh, spread love. Spread love. Until next time. Adios. Later.